you can choose today, right now, to start listening to that small voice in your head that says you want more. And then you can start taking action toward making that more your reality. Sustainable success is available to you right now. The journey is a journey. And it gets to start whenever you decide that you're ready for it to start. There's always another path available for you. Welcome to Selling Chocolate, the podcast where I am sharing the tactical steps, mindset shifts, and strategies that will help big-hearted entrepreneurs like you expand your visibility, impact, and income, and create consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Around here, we call that sustainable success. I'm your host, Carly Jo Bell, cat lady, business coach, product and service-based business owner, and the founder of Whole Co Media. By tuning into this episode today, you are showing your brain that not only is it possible for you to create genuinely sustainable success in your business, it's also a reality that is available to you right now. And now all you need to do is listen and then choose to take the aligned next step toward your version of sustainable success. So let's dive in. In July of 2020, I had to borrow money from my younger brother to pay my taxes. I was averaging about one to $3,000 a month, which is what I had been doing for an entire year up to that point. And due largely to the fact that I was terrified of managing money and also was not making enough money to sustainably live, I literally did not have the $1,000 to my name that I needed in order to pay that tax bill. I literally did everything I could think of to not have to borrow the money. But by the time the deadline rolled around, I was well beyond desperation and in total despair. There just seemed to be no other option. I remember crying to my mom that night because I was so ashamed and so frustrated with where I was. I remember thinking, like, is this really where I am right now? After nearly two years in business, I don't even have a thousand fucking dollars to my name. What am I even doing with my life? How is this? where I am right now. It literally felt like the lowest moment in my business up until that point, and I was devastated to be there. I feel like sometimes people don't really talk honestly about these shitty days, the shitty months, the shitty years in business. This phase where genuinely you start to wonder, you know, is the level of success I want even possible for me? We start to look around at the people in our online spaces and wonder, why is it happening for them and not me? What do they have that I don't? When will it be my turn? And then eventually we're asking the most awful and debilitating of all questions, what's wrong with me? But the common denominator in all of these questions is that you are giving away your power simply by asking them. Is the level of success I want even possible for me? Why is it happening for them and not me? 
When will it be my turn? What's wrong with me? All of these questions are inherently giving up your power to some external, unseen, and often, though not always, totally made up force. It's saying, I have to wait until my name is called, until I am deemed worthy, until someone picks me or chooses me to have my time to shine. Instead of saying, you know what? I am worthy of being seen and it is safe to stand in my power. I choose my time to shine. And you know what? That time is now. I will do what I need to do to create the results and the reality that I want. And should I fail, it will only be because I choose to stop trying. I have the power to shift into a new inner state and therefore shift my outer state at any point. That is a whole lot easier said than done. (laughs) And so what I want to talk about today is some of the shifts that I had to go through to get from this point of utter devastation in my business to the point where I am today of having created genuinely sustainable success. When you are asking these questions, just like I was back then, from this place of perceived powerlessness, you've likely hit a rock bottom moment. A moment where it seems like everything is wrong and you are stuck exactly in the place that you do not want to be stuck in. But the beauty of the rock bottom is always, as they say, that the only way to go from there is up. This moment of me asking my younger brother to borrow money to pay my taxes was a rock bottom moment for me. And in true rock bottom fashion, I had to pick myself up after spending plenty of time laying in the fetal position, feeling all the feels, of course. I had to pick myself up, dust myself off, and really look at what needed to shift and how. I had to get real with myself, take an honest look at my business and how I had been showing up in it, and make some really necessary and long-awaited changes. And it's literally these changes that have brought me to where I am today telling you this story and talking about how to create sustainable success in your business. Now, I'm going to bet that you are here listening to this podcast because you want to create sustainable success in your business. Or maybe you've already created a level of sustainable success, but now you want to expand into even more more visibility, more impact, more income. If that's you, you are totally my kind of human. (laughs) Because while I almost always want more in my business, I do not want more if that more costs me my sleep and my sanity. (laughs) I only want more visibility, impact, and income if that more is sustainable. 
And that's why it's taken me over three years to even start this podcast. Because even though I have literally always wanted to start a podcast, it wouldn't have been sustainable for me time-wise up until this point in my business, where I now have a level of recurring income every month, along with much better boundaries around my time both of which give me the space and the energy to create something magical like this. So around here, we define sustainable success as consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. I'm going to say it again. Sustainable success is consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Now, of course, the money part is easy for most entrepreneurs to get. Consistent five-figure months. Like, isn't that what everyone and their mother seems to want in their first few years of business? They think, if only I can hit that 10K, then everything will be fine. And then they have their first 10K month eventually, and they're like, shit, how can I repeat that? (laughs) And then they repeat it, and they're like, dang it, if I want to scale, I need more. I need more than 10K. But the reason many entrepreneurs who have had their first five-figure month struggle to make it consistent or struggle to scale that consistency is that they have forgotten the other two-thirds of our definition for sustainable success. Sustainable success is, yes, consistent five-figure months. It's also doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. When I hit that rock bottom moment and I started assessing what I was doing in every facet of my business, I realized, among many other things, that I was forcing myself to do work that was hard for me, that I thought it was hard and therefore it's more valuable. It's this age-old trap that so many of us get stuck in, right? Doing hard work because we've started to confuse something's value with how difficult it was to achieve it but I'm sorry, going on a leisurely stroll along the beach is much more valuable to me both short and long term than climbing Mount Everest, if I'm being totally honest with you. (laughs) Doing the hard stuff doesn't equal more value, and it definitely doesn't equal more money. I feel like I need to put a little caveat in here that, of course, there are moments that you are going to need to do quote-unquote hard things in your life and business, But those hard things are usually internal work that challenges you to step into a new level, which then makes the external work, the things you actually have to do in your business, feel easy. But that is a conversation for another day. I could go on and on about that. (laughs) When I had to borrow money from my younger brother to pay my taxes, I was working as a brand strategist and I was managing some clients' social media accounts. Now, don't get me wrong. I was phenomenal at this work. (laughs) I would deliver a brand to a client and more often than not, they would start crying and saying, I've just never seen myself so clearly before. (laughs) And my social media clients were killing it. And literally sales were increasing and increasing and increasing every single month. But the work was not at all aligned with my strengths. If you're familiar with the Strengths Finder by Gallup, almost all of my strengths are in strategy and relationship building, and execution strengths are by far my lowest. Meaning, I was great at creating a strategy and great at connecting with people, but doing any implementation work for someone else felt like a huge struggle for me. It was so draining. 
And again, even though I was good at it, I was exhausted. It was not playing to my strengths. It was not work I love doing in the way I love doing it. If you want to make more money in your business, you have to do work you love doing in the way you love doing it. And yes, this work gets to be that simple and gets to feel that easy. Hey friend, before we dig in deeper to today's topic, I have something you are absolutely going to want to know about. To celebrate the launch of Selling Chocolate, I'm running a giveaway throughout the month of February. Five people will win a group coaching session with me, and one of those lucky people will also win a 60-minute VIP one-on-one coaching session with me. That is the potential to win two whole hours working with me. In both the group session and the VIP session, we will uncover at least one of the current bottlenecks in your business and focus on building the relevant foundations of your sustainable sales system so you can be supported and strategic in taking your next step into your next level goals. Past clients have used these types of sessions to clarify their offer suite, uncover their authentic and powerful messaging, step into the confidence needed to raise their prices or restructure an offer, build out their aligned marketing strategy, work through sticky sales situations so they can start selling with more ease and absolutely no sleaze, and so much more. You would seriously be surprised with what we can get done in an hour. To enter the giveaway, all you need to do is leave me a rating and review on iTunes and then upload a screenshot of your review at the link that is in my show notes. That's it. The winners of both the group coaching and the VIP prize will be selected at random on February 28th and will be notified via email that week. So go ahead, pause this episode, quickly leave a rating and review on iTunes, and then upload that screenshot at the link in the show notes. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the podcast. And oh my gosh, I'm so excited for the winners. (laughs) All right, let's get back to the show. I remember a couple months post rock bottom after I had started to mentally explore new pathways while releasing some old clients and letting their contracts expire, I learned of something called the zone of genius. This was created by the Big Leap author Gay Hendricks, and he essentially maps out the four zones that we all spend all of our time existing in. Those are the zones of incompetence, of competence, of excellence, and of genius. The zone of incompetence is the work that you just are horrible at doing. (laughs) It absolutely drains you. If someone says, hey, can you do this? Your whole body just instantly contracts and gets heavier and is like, no, please don't make me do that. (laughs) Then there's the zone of competence. The zone of competence is the stuff that you can do, but someone else can definitely do it better. It's still a little draining to do. It's like, oh, I don't want to do that, but I guess I will. But it's not that like full body, no, don't make me do it. (laughs) And then we have the zone of excellence. The zone of excellence is the work that you are so good at doing, but that you do not like doing. It's the work that you probably get compliments on that 
you probably could get paid a lot of money to do, but it's work that at the end of the day, you just don't want to do. You're so tired. And when you get stuck continuing to do your zone of excellence work, that's what really leads to burnout, to breakdown, to midlife crises. That is what leads to the place that you do not want to be, even though it often feels like the safest place to be. Finally, you have the zone of genius. And your zone of genius is the work that you do when you just feel like you are in total flow, total alignment with your purpose, and you get to just have so much fun. And yes, sometimes be challenged, but above all, you really just feel like you are doing what you are made to do. And it is that thing that maybe your whole life you've thought, wouldn't it be so cool if, wouldn't it be awesome if I could just get paid to do that instead of having to do all of these other things? The zone of genius work is the stuff that feels super easy for you and it gives you more energy than it takes from you. That's a really simple way to start seeing the difference between the zone of excellence and the zone of genius is You can be really good at both types of work, but the zone of excellence takes energy from you, whereas the zone of genius gives you energy. So when I learned about this, it was honestly like a light bulb moment went off. And I realized that the social media and the brand strategy work I had been doing was totally my zone of excellence. I had gotten stuck in this age-old trap of doing work I was really good at, but that absolutely drained me. And as I began toying with the idea of letting it go, letting those contracts expire, totally moving into something else, pivoting my business, I felt crazy. (laughs) Like, why would I ever choose to stop doing this thing? This work that all of my clients say I'm so good at and that is getting them really tangible and amazing results. You would literally have to be crazy to stop doing that. That is what my brain was telling me. But at the same time, I started paying closer attention to my thoughts and my words, and I really started to value my energy, how I felt, because I noticed when I'm doing things that actually I really love doing and that feel easy and effortless for me, that's when I'm actually doing my best work. And even I remember being on a call with a brand strategy client and I was coaching her through a visibility block that she was experiencing. And I thought, you know what? This is so fun. If I could just get paid to talk to people, I would be so happy. And to be honest, when I noticed that thought happening in my brain, I realized it was a thought that I had been having for a while, even all the way back in high school. But I had never really let myself acknowledge it, let alone explore it, until this rock-bottom-induced awakening in my business. The only problem was, though, once I realized that, that I have always wanted to just get paid to talk to people... (laughs) I realized that that means in business that you're a coach. And that was the last thing I ever wanted to be. 
my brain was saying to me, but everyone is a coach. There's no room for more coaches. Who do you think you are? You're going to be a coach. You don't deserve to be a coach. And it started listing out all of the reasons. And so for a while, admittedly, I listened to that. I had one, that still small voice in my brain saying, I want to be a coach. I want to just get paid to talk to people. I want to help people realize their most expansive and sustainable versions of their business and their lives. Yes, I had that voice in my head, but this other voice was screaming at me. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Why do you think you're qualified for this? When there are so many other people out there doing this, making way more money, there is no room for you. So naturally, when you have a really quiet, calm voice and you have a screaming at you voice in your head, it's easier to start listening to the voice that's the loudest. And so for quite a few months after this realization, I kept pretending that I was not a coach. and I refused to call myself one until a few months later. I had been consistently tuning in, trying to listen to what I truly wanted, trying to pay attention to how I felt. And I remember I finished my last brand strategy project. I didn't intend for it to be my last one, but it was. I had by that point dropped all of my social media clients and I had to own the fact that I was now only working with clients that yes, I was coaching. And you know what happened that next month after allowing myself to call myself a coach? I had my first 15K month. This is something that I don't think enough people realize as they're trying to create sustainable success in their business. They need to do work they love doing in the way they love doing it. They need to do their zone of genius. It feels way too easy and fun work to make the level of money that they desire. The more you love what you're doing, the more you allow yourself to do the work you love doing in the way you love doing it, the more money you will make. It literally gets to be that simple. Now, the joke of my definition of sustainable success is that I lead with the thing that you think you want, and then I end with the thing that you actually need to do in order to get the thing that you want. I lead with the chocolate, that thing that you all say you want, which is consistent five-figure months. Sustainable success is consistent five-figure months. And then I follow that up, though, with the broccoli. The thing that you wouldn't necessarily say you want, but you actually need, you have to start doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it before you can make those consistent five-figure and beyond months in a sustainable way. You have to start acknowledging and listening to and taking action from that small voice inside of you who knows the thing that you actually want to be doing. 
and you have to stop listening to that screaming voice that says that you would be absolutely mad to actually pay attention to that small voice. (laughs) You have to be more committed to ease and fun than you are to the struggle and what you currently know. You have to be more open to possibility than you are to your present reality. And you have to be willing to look around and determine that if what you've been doing for a while now is not fully working, there must be another way. And you are going to find that other way at all costs. You get to be curious about what that way is. And you get to start playing and making a mess as you start to walk down this new path in search of a new outcome. You will know that you've created sustainable success in your business when the money is flowing, the work is deliciously fun while also consistently challenging you to grow and expand, and you have the resources, the time, the money, the energy to keep expanding how, where, and when you want to. That rock bottom moment where I had to borrow money from my younger brother to pay my taxes and in turn ended up questioning everything I had ever done in my business changed everything for me. It spurred me into more and more and more inspired action, such as investing in myself and my business or moving into an amazing new place with a view or selling offers to people I love working with and offers that I love delivering. It showed me that I could hit the lowest of lows that I, as a white heterosexual woman hailing from middle-class America, will probably ever hit, and I could still keep going. And perhaps most importantly, it redirected everything about my business, about the work I was doing, the prices I was charging, the boundaries I was or wasn't upholding. And it literally is what started me on this journey to where I am today, where genuinely sustainable success with expansive amounts of money are flowing into my world. And this is my daily experience. You don't have to have a rock bottom moment like I did, though, to make these shifts. Maybe you have had one, maybe you haven't. Either way, you do not have to wait until you literally cannot do the work you're doing anymore in the way you're doing it. You can choose today, right now, to start listening to that small voice in your head that says you want more. And then you can start taking action toward making that more your reality. Sustainable success is available to you right now. And with every single step that you intentionally or even unintentionally take toward it, you're expanding more and more and more into this new, way more aligned reality. It might not require or even feel like huge changes at first. It didn't for me. It seemed really small. I actually had no idea sometimes that with a new choice I was making, I was actually moving myself further down the path toward genuinely sustainable success. But as I look back over the past year and a half or so, ever since that rock bottom moment, I can't help but think how on earth Did I grow this much, this fast? How on earth did I go from borrowing that money 
and not even having a thousand dollars to my name to being at this place of consistent multiple five figure months. And even now aiming for my first six figure month. The journey is a journey and it gets to start whenever you decide that you're ready for it to start. There's always another path available for you. I know sometimes, especially when we're in that rock bottom moment, that it feels like that isn't true and it feels like you are stuck, but you are never stuck. You do not have to give away your power to this feeling of stuckness and you get to decide that you have the power to take a new step in a new direction. And yeah, you're probably going to make a fucking mess (laughs) on the way in that new direction. And that's fine. You're probably going to have to release the perfectionism that has been keeping you so tight on this other path that is leading you in a direction toward burnout and breakdown that you don't want to go down. You're going to have to release that perfectionism and be okay with messing up. Be okay with not totally knowing how you're going to get where you want to go, but knowing That if you do not change direction right now, and you do not start taking steps in a new direction, even just one step in front of another, you are not going to be able to create that sustainable success. Said another way, you have the opportunity here to take a new step in a new direction, to start genuinely creating your version of sustainable success. Those consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing and the way you love doing it. And all you need to do to get there is to, one, realize you have the power. Two, start really looking at everything in your life and business and wondering, what feels best? What energizes me? What is so fun? What is exciting? And then begin building a business that follows that path. Step by step by step. Stay committed to the journey toward sustainable success, and your sustainable success cannot help but expand. Hey, friend, thanks for listening to this episode of Selling Chocolate. I'm gonna guess you are here because you wanna create sustainable success in your business. You know, consistent five figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. And though these podcast episodes are killer, if I do say so myself, (laughs) you're ready to go even deeper than a 30 minute episode allows. And that's why I've created the Expand Accelerator, the business coaching program where you will expand your visibility, impact, and income while creating your version of sustainable success. We do this through offering three different tiers based on where your next revenue goal is, with tiers focusing on your first 10K month, consistent five-figure months, and 50K and beyond months. At every tier, you are supported to develop your sustainable sales system, the six-part framework that ensures your offers, messaging, marketing, and sales strategy are all effortlessly working in cohesion with one another at all times. Pair that with a deep commitment to doing the inner work every single step of the way, and your expansion into your next level quite literally becomes inevitable. 
Within this container, past clients have gotten five new four-figure clients with literally zero audience of their own, learned how to market and sell with ease and no sleeves, started selling their first five-figure packages with so much confidence, pivoted their offers into work they actually love doing, and many have had their first 10K and beyond month. Most importantly though, they are all expanding from the inside out and learning how to step into the most authentic and powerful version of themselves in every facet of their lives and businesses. And that is what lays the foundations for any of their external expansion. If you're looking for a coaching container that is built to help you get out of the hustle and design a business that feels spacious, sustainable, and yes, expansive, and you're ready to step into your next level, apply for the tier that aligns with your goals at expandaccelerator.com.